isn't the story I expected to be telling. Three years ago, when Batman mysteriously disappeared, it divided Gotham. Crows represent order and security. The crows are not the hero of this story, Gotham. I want to take power. You take after your cousin, your female Bruce Wayne. Wayne security. Step away from the desk. We're seriously not supposed to know what's down there. I need you to fix his suit. The suit is literal perfection. It will be, when it fits a woman. Do you feel safe? <laughs> Get these people out of here now. What are you doing? The crows aren't able to. Some see fear, others hope. I see the freedom to be myself. To play by my own rules. Alright y'all, welcome to uh, Knights in Gotham. This is a Carefree Black Nerd review of her CW and DC Comics Batwoman. I am one of your co-hosts, Rain Coleman, the Carefree Black Nerd, of course. And I have with me today... Sid Davis, one and only host of the Social Introvert Podcast. Uh, you can check me out. I drop every Wednesday and Thursday on B1KRadio.net forward slash podcast. So uh, subscribe to me, check me out, man. All right, all right. Yes, indeed. This is another BYNK Radio fam. Those links will be in the show notes. So, um, yeah, when you guys are listening to this episode and when you're watching Batwoman Live, use that hashtag KIGpod. That will be in the show notes as well. And for those of you who uh, live tweeted, you should know what that is already. All right. So getting into actually before we get into it. Uh, while doing that live tweet, I had a little poll at the end, which was asking the audience at large who was their MVP, who was their favorite of this episode. Um, as it stands now, we got Kate at the favorite at 58%. Well, the options, excuse me, the options were Alice, Kate, Luke, or Sophie. Kate is at 58%. We got Luke at 25%. We got Alice at 17%. And Sophie with a straight zero. Zero percent. So, yeah, so she, yeah, she, she, I don't know, fam. I don't know if I like her. I don't. Yeah, I'll tell you why. I, kinda, the, I think it's kind of. I, I, I think I know why. Yeah, I'm sure you do. I fuck her. No, I was <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, but no. Uh, so before even getting into Batwoman and and how this good or bad the episode was, how um, what's your I don't know. What's your uh, introduction to uh, Batwoman? What's your how long have you known about her? Shoot, my introduction was to uh, the DC animated movie. Uh huh. Mystery of the Batwoman. The okay. Batman movie. And I was like, who is this Batwoman? Who's that? Or whatever. <laughs> the movie is really good. I'm not gonna front. It's it's really good. So it it led me to check out a few of the comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, the older ones, and then you know, I, there's newer ones now. Mm-hmm. It's you know, TV shows based on, but that was my introduction to Batwoman. Okay, okay, good, good. Uh, mine is the same. Now I don't know what movie it was, but I do remember seeing a movie, one of the Batman movies, and uh, which one where Batman was gone and Homeboy was um. Nightwing was faking. He was uh he had on a Batman suit. Was 
Was it bad blood? Ah, may have been because I think the signal was in there too, or was it? No, not the signal. Batwing. Either way, it was a movie. It was an animated movie. That's where. So I kind of knew about her before, um, but it was one of them things where there's a Hulk, so of course there's a She-Hulk, and there's Powerpuff Girls, so of course there's Rowdy Rough Boys. I didn't think like this is a whole character in herself until I seen the um, animated movie. Then I was like, okay, she. She 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 doing some shit. So it had been an animated movie for me. Um, yeah. So Kate Kane. I don't know, man. Um, so this first episode didn't have a title. Uh, everything I found online it was called just pilot. And in this episode, <clears throat> Kate Kane returns to Gotham when a gang targets her father and her ex girlfriend Sophie Moore. Okay, man, what's your, what's your thoughts on this episode? Your overall, your initial thoughts. What you thinking? You know, I like the episode. I was thinking it was, this is going to be a slow burn. I thought it was going to slow, like, not really talk much about the Batwoman character. I didn't even think none of that would have happened until, like, maybe episode two or three. Mm-hmm. And uh, they jumped right into it. Uh, they showed the backstory, where she was, how her dad was just putting her in different places, having her bounce around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Basically trying to keep her away from, I guess, what she really wanted to do to be a part of, you know, Crow Security. Yeah, yeah. And I thought it was weird because her girlfriend was a part of Crow Security. Yeah, Sophie's a part of Crow Security. I'm like, well, why won't you accept her to be a part of that mm-hmm. too? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, overall, um, I, I'm i surprised that they got right into it. yeah. Yeah. Her going to Wayne Manor, not Wayne Manor, but uh, Wayne Enterprises and mm-hmm. discovering the Batcave and meeting Luke Fox. I didn't think any of that was going to pick up until like maybe episode two or three. Yeah, yeah. No, same. I, I was, uh, I remember tweeting, I'm like, this shit is happening back to back. But I think with a show like Batwoman and a show like Black Lightning, you have to put, and it's, it just is what it is. A woman-led show and a show with black people, you got to put your all in a way that you wouldn't have to if this was just another Batman show. Um, and I think this was a very good pilot. You got a lot of story done. I usually judge pilots off of what if this show was never created, if they only did the pilot. And I think if they stopped shooting this show... And we only got the pilot. It was really good. It was a full story. It left you wanting more. And at the end, we got the answer that some people predicted and some people didn't. It was kind of a plot twist, but it was all wrapped up. You didn't. You didn't predict it. I did not see that coming. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well. I, okay. Cool. No, well, we got to talk about that. Completely. I'm like, okay. It's like, all right, man. That's like, this is it. But it, it just went off. It's good, on. man. This is good, good, I want to say good writing. It is good writing. It's a good story being told. Um, there's an issue that I have with it. That's my same issue I have with Black Lightning, which is a motherfucker put on the mask, and all of a sudden you don't know who the hell they are. And they ain't even a full mask. It's a half mask, but I'm going I'm to let, let this slide. <laughs> um, yeah, so same. Uh, let's see, what else? So, um... Yeah, okay, so how do you feel about the episode? So, we got the initial thoughts, and so we dive right into Kate Kane underwater. We don't know that she's, like, in the Arctic. She finds a key. She bursts through the surface of the ice. 
talk with some long-haired Native American type yeah, person. I, yeah, I'm not even familiar with that. But mm. I, when I saw that and her being underwater in the Arctic, I thought to myself instantly, leave a shadow since apparently this mm. is supposed to be connected to the Arrowverse. Okay, okay. Seeing the, you know, the League of Shadows briefly and, well not briefly, multiple episodes of Arrow. But okay. I, I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, I said, it's the League of Shadows and you turn out it's just this, you know, this native guy that mm-hmm. is trained at her. I'm like, okay. Oh, hopefully they would, you know, flesh that out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Instead of just showing clips here and there. But hopefully they don't do the whole flashback thing. Yeah. Like they, Arrow. I think that's one of my biggest issues with arrows, the flashbacks. Okay. But I was I was a little thrown off by that. Now, if I, I'm not into the Arrowverse, and I, uh, I hate saying that, but I'm just not. So, first first three season of Arrow. Yeah. Stop right. Okay. Okay. What's well, it? And that's all I need to know. You hear that, Cole? God damn it. <laughs> No, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So tell me, you have to be like the DC correspondent on this episode on this uh, series because I'm not. That's just not my ministry. I'm liking Batwoman. I love me some Black Lightning, and I can watch an episode of whatever else. But that's just not. That's just not what my head is. Does Batwoman fit into the Arrowverse? Does it feel like an Arrowverse show? her in the crossover of Elseworlds yeah. I thought she, she was really dope in Elseworlds so I'm like okay I'm on board if they do this you know this as a show I'm on board completely mm-hmm. uh, it would have to take at least two episodes for me to you know solidify yeah. and see if she can fit in there mm-hmm. okay okay that makes sense that makes sense maybe, maybe Arrow I don't think she would fit too well in, in Flash for some reason because Flash is just too the Flash to me is just too colorful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like she's more of a fit in the Arrowverse. Okay. Well, not Arrowverse, but the show Arrow. Okay. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. She... I wonder where this is shot. Because I want to say it's either in a studio somewhere or some scenes are maybe in some Canada. The, hmm? Some of the scenes like in the street. Mm-hmm. Like that big open um, street. Yeah. That same street where they shot the Dark Knight, where the chase scene with Joker and okay, and he flips the the semi truck over. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's the same location. Okay, well that's what's up. Top of that building. Okay, okay, that's what's up. Well, yeah, cool then. Well, then I I I like this even more. And um, you mentioned something that comes on later about Alice, but that's something I didn't know about. So you know, there you go, DC correspondent hell. Okay, so going through the characters, we got uh, Kate, uh, Batwoman, headstrong female Bruce Wayne, which is what her dad said. Um, you got her girlfriend Sophie, or ex-girlfriend Sophie, black girl. Um, I don't know, man. She, uh, Mary, is it Mary Ellis? Her sister, her Asian sister. Mary, yeah. Yeah, so we got Mary. She cool. I like her. Then you got the mom and the dad, uh, the to keep it short we find out that when Kate was a kid she had a sister and her mom and her sister died in an accident Um, and so we got this new sister who's our adopted sister Mary Um, 
I do like the diversity. Do you feel like this is forced, or do you no. feel like okay? Nope, not at all. Mm-hmm. And that was the thing, like leading up to this with the trailers and everything. I'm on YouTube a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of content creators, and I like YouTube, but I feel like a lot of those people are really reactionary, mm-hmm. and then they're just like lashing out before yeah. the show even comes out. They're just lashing. Oh, this is too much representation. I was just, and I watched the trailer. It's like, all right, it's, I can see what y'all talking about. Mm-hmm. And then when the show premiered, I'm like, it pretty much killed everything that y'all were lashing out against. Mm-hmm. Like, this is this is not forced. Mm-hmm. Now, I've heard that there were reshoots that happened during the process of you okay. know, filming the Batman, but at the same time, the reshoots didn't feel forced. Mm-hmm. It didn't really feel like anything was pulled out at the last minute. It, mm-hmm. it flowed very well to me. Okay, okay, good deal. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I'm always, hell, I built my whole brand behind representation, so I liked it. Um, I also like that with Mary, we got we got one thing, and then we got something different. Like, I <coughs> assumed she was going to be this annoying valley girl type, but she, they gave her more development. And I'm like, okay, y'all got me. Because you could have easily slipped into this whole... I'm the annoying little sister, um, which she is, but type of feel. Yeah, like she, I, I like what they did with her. So, I'm I'm on board. I'm on board for that. Um, yeah, all in all, I, I like I like. So actually, let's let's start with her. Um, what's your thoughts on Mary? I like Mary. I thought, yeah, I kind of I thought I saw it coming with. They were gonna write it to the point where Kate and Mary wouldn't have liked each other at all, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or you know, just would have been some type of avoidance yeah. between the two. Maybe later they would connect, but then it's like instantly. Episode one, mm-hmm. uh, she calls Kate to let her know what happened to Sophie. Then she, you know, she had that run in with Alice. And she beat, beats up Alice's men, and they dropped her off in front of the wherever they dropped her off, at, mm-hmm. and Mary's there. Uh, you know, sewing her up, and it's just like this connection between the two talking. I'm like, oh, okay, I like this where this is going. This is not the typical type of thing that you would see in a TV show. Right, right, right. Else, the sister would be annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody that's playing like a character like Kate would completely ignore her mm-hmm. and not listen to whatever she's saying. Mm-hmm. I do like that relationship. Yeah, no, 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 same. Um, so we get. The, the Arctic scene, then we move on and we have this benefit. Well, it's not a benefit. What is it? It's, um, but isn't where they're, they're cutting off the bat signal for the, where well, they're cutting it on for the last time. So it's kind of yeah. a like high end bourgeoisie who's who have got them event. Uh, very red carpet. And I didn't like it. That was weird. I, I wasn't, I wasn't a fan. What's, what's your thoughts, man? Um, I, I was sitting there and I'm like, all right, what are they waiting for? Um, <laughs> for real. Kate's stepmother goes up to speak and Batman has left us and been gone for three years and I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. And I'm thinking something else is going to happen and then it leads up to, it. I felt like that scene was set up too easily. Like, you know, mm-hmm. something was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. It's supposed to be like a, a like 
later on in the episode, like, uh, this is how the episode starts, but then it goes, like, several months before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking in that scene, Batwoman was supposed to pop up. Some, something crazy like yeah, that. And then yeah. When they're getting ready to turn the bat signal off, all of a sudden, this, the villain shows up right then and there. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, shit. Okay. Here we go. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought Batwoman was going to show up when we're going to see, like, what she looked like in the opening scene of that. But I'm like, uh, uh I, I won't really fill in that hole. That is just a weird scene to me. Yeah. So you need to I I don't know. It's it's odd to me. And then I'm like, has it been on continuously for three years? Like, have y'all never turned that motherfucker off? Um, Yeah, I don't know. That seems like a lot of power, which is like, who's paying for this? Is it the wealthy? Is it the poor people? I don't. I don't like this. Um, I do like the Batwoman show, but Batman as a character is a problem for me. Um, because I don't understand what is it you're protecting the wealthy people of Gotham you where are the poor people and even in this iteration even though we're talking about Batwoman we still are at an event where there's all these wealthy well dressed people like there's no poor people you're not like feeding the homeless you're not like making this a whole community thing it's like wealthy people This we're here it's for us he protects us and I don't I don't like that. It, being that it was Gotham, yeah, I see your point. Being that it was Gotham, we know how Gotham looks. Mm-hmm. Down, trash in the street. Mm-hmm. Just, just, and this Gotham here looks like very clean. And, mm-hmm. You know, you had all <laughs> these wealthy, rich people. Mm-hmm. Like, well, where are, you know, the side characters like the regular, everyday Joe Schmo mm-hmm. pedestrian. Where are they at? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know what was the, what was the reasoning behind the whole red carpet event to turn off the yeah. signal? Yeah. I just thought that was kind of strange. It, it makes it sound it, in with that in mind, they feel to me entitled. Uh, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, Gotham, there was a police force before Batman. Yes, Batman has probably been Batman for, let's say, the last 25 years. And now he's been gone for three. And you trashing this motherfucker like, oh, fuck it, he deserted us. You still have a police force. They're, they never stop working. They, how could he desert you when he's a vigilante who's breaking the law, the law to begin with? And you've turned him into this status symbol where there is no poor people who are one at the... You're acting as if he is just for you and not for the city at large. Right. Yeah. So, fuck that dude. And I have a fear that that woman is going to end up being the same... I hope not, but where are the poor people who are being terrorized as well? Like, that's that's all I want to know, where they at, you know? Batman ain't for just one of y'all. He's supposed to be for all of y'all. It looked like it was that particular moment that the whole setup looked like it was shot on the soundstage. Yeah. Because I didn't nobody in any alleyways getting attacked or... You know, mm-hmm. nothing like that of the sort. Like, I didn't see that many crow security people all over the city. It's just like that one little setting. It just, I don't know. It was just an odd setup to me. Like I said. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so we get into the villain. Alice comes in. Well, first we see some of the security being stabbed, being taken out from long range. And... Um, then we see Alice with her psychotic ass walk up, <laughs> give her a little. <laughs>
security officers just drop dead i'm like oh shit like already I'm like, okay let's go and uh um, right. I, I i like her a lot i do mm-hmm. like alice a lot okay okay same she and i like that she looks and i don't know if this is a benefit or not but a lot of batman villains have like very wacky kooky campy outfits mm-hmm. and she can wear something like that and I think it would still work but she's very much urban outfitters with like a big ass jacket she looks regular yeah she looks like she can walk into the crowd and just be a regular white woman but yeah that's what I like about her so I mean that's that's one thing I'm hoping that they really you know do justice on this first season is the villains Mm -hmm. I would like to see where they go with the villains Mm -hmm, yeah yeah yeah, I think so too. Because I want to say, even with like Black Lightning, because that's the only Arrowverse show I have um, context for. But Tobias is a phenomenal Bro. villain. <laughs> he is a phenomenal <laughs> villain. But you have kind of villains of the week who are a lot of them just regular people in the community. But you have the one hundred, which hasn't been fleshed out that well. So I feel like it's a uh, weak villain mm-hmm. um, in this show like you said I'm hoping Alice is a terrifying like Alice when she was on screen to me it felt like a horror movie or a horror show like a psychological thriller right I hope that they amp that up that that keeps going yeah it's that twist at the end I don't even know what's gonna happen next that's what that's what really had me glued to the screen I'm like bro what the fuck mm-hmm. I said, okay. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm definitely, I'll tune in next week for sure. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm in the same in. boat. Uh, so pretty much, Alice, you know, lets them know, no, we ain't cutting this shit off. Fuck y'all, fuck Gotham. And what would you call this gang? They're like in pig, mass, I, or bunny rabbit? I don't know at all. Oh, they're probably rabbits. Alice in Wonderland, they're probably rabbits. I, I figured that because I saw they kept showing the one that had the rabbit mask on. 
Yeah, so I took it for what it was, and then Alice being based on Alice in Wonderland, the Mad Hatter, and mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I, I ran yeah. with it. But I just, I don't, I don't really like them at all. Me either. Me I don't either. really like them at all. I felt like if yeah. they just stuck with Alice and like maybe one or two other people that, you know, was working alongside with her, we'd be all right. I just, I don't like that there's a whole group of them. Yeah. Um, for me, it didn't leave too many loose ends. Um, and I get wanting to have somebody with numbers who can attack your numbers, but it feels Power Rangers versus the putties. It feels like, who are, what would make these people, like, if she doesn't have some magical control over them, what makes them serve her? Like, what? what is the cult of Alice? Mm-hmm. So I didn't, I didn't care for them either. Um, but yeah, they went and kidnapped Sophie and, you know, that's that. Like they throw her off a building, she landed with them little trampolines and they take her. Um, we go to the Crow security headquarters and what is Homegirl, what's Kate's dad's name? I don't remember his name. Um, good Lord. I, I like him so much. I can't remember the dad's name. Well, he... He he did it. Um, he's giving like a little, little debriefing, talking about you know Sophie would never stop looking for y'all. We got to get out there and look for her. Uh, and it, give, it gives a very FBI men in black vibe, where it's like we are this security force, but we we got some skills that you don't really learn on a police force. Um, yeah. So 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 what's your, what's your thoughts on the dad like overall? No, I, I, I like her dad a lot, but, um, what's his name? Jacob, that's his name, Jacob Kane. Okay, I mean, Jacob Kane, Jacob Kane. And um, I, I do like him. I like how they wrote him. I, he seems to be, like, the one to go against. The, I can't really explain it how. Okay, Thomas Wayne is supposedly the stand-up guy who loves mm-hmm. the city, Gotham, but then it's, Jacob is more so, he's more of a realist, I should say. Yeah, okay. That's what he, he, when I see Jacob, or the way that he was acting on the show, to me, he's more of a realist. And then with Thomas, Thomas Wayne is more of the, um, he's about serving justice to the city, protecting the city, protecting the people. Mm-hmm. And Jacob is, to me, completely different, especially uh, later when it's revealed Jacob didn't really want Kate around like that due to the danger of Gotham. And- yeah, which I think they played that really well. So just to kind of get to that point, um, I like Jacob as well. Um, I like him on the show. Um, Kate comes back into the Crow headquarters meeting, and she's like, yeah, you know, I want to help out. Dad's like, no, fuck that. So we get it established without even, like, without exposition. Uh, or explaining, it's just whatever. We get yeah. it established that he don't want her around. Um, she's taking it personally, which you should, that's your dad. And then we get a flashback to Kate and Sophie kissing, fraternizing uh, at training camp? What is this uh, called? Ba- like boot camp. Military. Yeah, like military. Yeah, like shit. So they get caught uh, and have to sign a is it a waiver? They they go against code of conduct for their activity, mm-hmm. and it's very clearly like y'all being gay. 
Uh, well, that's the way I took it. I want to say clear. Yeah, no, because that was, that kind of, that stuck out to me more than anything. I'm like, well, okay, what what setting is this? Is this like around, I remember, I never forget it, the whole don't ask, don't tell thing with the military. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, you they were just discharging people for no reason. Yeah. Just getting rid of them. So I'm thinking, like, is that, is this set in that time period or, yeah. you know, and I started adding up with the whole disappearance of Batman. I'm like, when is this set? Like, yeah, I, yeah. It really got me thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, no. It, it, I think they did a good job at setting that up because we get to jump ahead. We get to a point where Kate is kidnapped or, or overpowered and, and restrained, and then somebody is giving her some bad news, like, fuck you, and your dad never wanted you, or whatever, and I mention that because I want to revisit that when we get there, but we go from the flashback, and this is where I have my issue with Batwoman. Sophie. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> Sophie is part of it. Now, I understand that black actors and actresses usually have to do their own hair, because a lot of times studios don't hire stylists, who work with black hair. What, how, I don't, uh, (laughs) I'm trying to be polite because I'm not a woman and I don't have a handful of hair, so I understand. I'm I'm a a spectator in this conversation, but Sophie's hair is the exact same in the flashback as it is in present day. (laughs) (laughs) That's bothering me. And not even the same hair. Like, oh, people are in the same wig or weave or hair, it's like the exact same, like, and with with the plot twist that we find out at the very end about her, right? that leads me to believe some time has passed. Let's say a year and a half. Let's say two years and nothing has changed. You are a black woman. I don't care if you're a black woman in Gotham. What is... Your hair changed in at least a couple weeks on era. I can't but, speak for them, but it's like be realistic. Me walking around seeing a lot of black women, they change their hair up constantly. So I'm like, and I feel like a hypocrite because on Black Lightning, my issue is Anissa. She has a new hairstyle to an episode. She got uh, Singalese twist, then she got braids, then she got a ponytail, then mm-hmm. she got a bob, then she got a like. So, so I, I'm not. I don't want to seem like I'm harping up, but I was like, this is. There's something going on, and I wonder what is the behind-the-scenes reason for this. Is it so white people can tell that this is the black girl, her hair looks just like that, so if another black girl come on screen, maybe they don't get confused, or I don't know, but... That's, yeah. What is Sophie? That's a stupid reason. Um, so change that girl hair up. Yeah, we, we'll see. I, I'm going to give her a couple more episodes. But um, my, my real issue is this. We get to Kate who was talking about, okay, well, if my dad ain't gonna give me a chance with the crows, I'm going to investigate my damn self. Cool. She goes downtown on her motorcycle, pulls up to this humongous-ass building. I'm gonna say at least 40 stories. She scales the building. So I felt like if you have this ability to scale this building with no harness or anything, Mm -hmm. Why in the fuck are you even begging for a position with the crows? Like, I know you will eventually become Batwoman in this episode, but it's like, if the love of my life or my ex-boo or whatever is hurt and I feel so, so motivated to go and find them, 
I don't give a fuck about these crows. I can scale a building without no equipment. So, especially how she, when she got into Wing Enterprises, like she did. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? I said, all right, she don't need. I said, I understand that she got her training in the Arctic, but I'm like, she don't. She don't need the crows. She don't need yeah. the, apparently the military at all. Mm-hmm. That training in the Arctic alone. She was able to find or get a trace of where her girlfriend might be, or how to get into Wayne Enterprises. Which I'm like, ah, uh. well, that's so easy. But yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so she she breaks into this building, and we find out that it is one of Bruce Wayne Wayne Enterprises, um, and everything's covered. It's been abandoned for a while. Like it looks run down. Not like the Adams family type rundown, but it just looks like it hasn't been kept up in a while. Mm-hmm. So we get a flashback of her and her sister as kids in that very office. We go to the bookshelf and they look at um, this jewelry pyramid that has these pearls, Martha's pearls. Yeah. And then enters Luke. Luke Fox. What do you. Give me your thoughts, man. I like Luke Fox. Um, the comic iteration. I love Batwing. He does not get acknowledged like he should. Yeah, and man. the writers of this show made him out to be a sucker. I like him still. I do like him mm-hmm. so far, but I'm like, come on, man. They, he got to be like, you security. And you... <laughs> yeah, Kate, yeah. Kate got the one up on you already. Which, like I said, to go back to the girls' training, but at the same time, when you know it's Luke Fox, yeah. and you're aware of who who he is, it's like, come on, fam. Like, really? I don't like this. But, I mean, overall, Luke, he's not my favorite at all. It's, mm-hmm. it's going to take a few episodes to see how that turns out, but he's okay. Mm-hmm. He, he's just okay to me. Yeah, yeah. I, um... I like Luke Fox in the comics. I even like the Luke Fox we get on the show, but he is not the same Luke Fox that was in the comics. And it's my issue isn't even that he isn't the same one from the comics, is that you are head of security. You're head of Wayne Enterprises, and you let this motherfucker come in and, and get the best of you? Mm-hmm. Like, the way he was throwing that gun, the way he walked her to the, um, like, command center, it... It just how he had her just stand there with him like I, I just feel like if you work for Wayne Enterprises and you know who Bruce Wayne is if somebody managed to break in to Wayne Enterprises through the window 40 stories up why is she not treated as a bigger like I just feel like he he should have been the doorman he shouldn't have been Right, security especially being you know Lucius Fox's son is like <laughs> you yeah. gotta have more in your arsenal, bro. Mm-hmm. Lucius right. did not play and, that shit. And, what I will say though is I do like that we're getting, though he isn't like he is in the comics, we're getting a character that does represent how some black men are. He is a bit timid. He's very bookish and nerdy. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll probably coming to his own I'm sure in the season or going forward but there are some black guys that are like him but they just ain't Luke Fox I just I I do one thing I do like is his delivery with 
some of the dialogue. Mm-hmm. Like when she said, hey, you need to change the suit. And the look on his face, like, like huh? No. Yeah. The, the suit is literal perfection. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that look on his face because that's a real look. I'm like, oh, uh, no. Nah, don't, we don't need to change nothing on that. Right. At right. All. I spent my fucking time and energy and uh, resources and, and brains making this, man. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he, I, I like him. Um, I wonder if we'll get his dad in the show at all. Um, I, I do like him. I'm I, I'm I'm hopeful, so I'm remaining optimistic until the show gives me a reason not to be. I'll say that. Yeah, I'm 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 hoping they do a lot more with his character. Even though, when I do think of Lucius Fox, um, I don't remember much of him really being around a whole lot. Uh huh. But. That, and I think that's one thing I really liked about the Christopher Nolan Batman movies is that mm-hmm. they used him to his full potential. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. shit, at least we getting some Lucius Fox. Cool. But, you know, you know, the animated series, we didn't see much of him. And, you know, other shows like Brave and the Bold, we didn't get to see Lucius Fox at all. So I'm glad that mm-hmm. they're acknowledging the fact that this is another character in the Batman lore. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, they're representing him and they're showing him more, just putting him out there to introduce the people. Right. And okay, and not to dwell on him for too long, but um, I just had a thought. Do you think that maybe they went this direction with him? Because to me, his story seems a lot like Cyborg's story. You are a promising young man who got your own ambitions, but your father wants one thing for you. And if you don't want that, and so y'all butt butt heads, um, do you think that? Because if you made him this big, athletic, bat wing person right away or at all, would that not mirror a lot of the cyborg story just without the machinery? Mm-hmm. I, I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah, because I, I, I did a uh, episode on Carefree Black Mirror. That's episode seventy four about Batwing, both the the David yeah. Batwing from Batwing from Batman Incorporated, and the Luke Fox Batwing. And through through doing the research for those two, yeah, I have no um, clue about the David yeah. Batwing. I that's how I got introduced by listening to your episode. I'm like, who's that? <laughs> I only know, know about Luke Fox. I only know about Luke. Yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying. His story seems a lot like uh, Cyborg. And I, I don't know if that's by... I, I don't know if the show had that much foresight to be like, okay, we don't want to make it like this. Or if it was just, we're making a Batwoman, we need an Alfred-type character. Let's pick somebody who already exists. I'm, I'm not sure, but I, I don't know. There, when a brown person is on screen, I'm paying more attention than I would to somebody else. I'm, I'm glad they introduced him instead of trying to forcefully. I think if they tried to throw in Alfred or something like that, mm-hmm. that's when I'm like, all right, y'all forcing this, bro. Like, yeah, what's yeah. Alfred doing here? <laughs> right, right. And when, when Bruce ain't here. So, yeah, no, no, you're right. You're right. Um, Yeah, so the next thing we get is... Kate, it looks like coming home or coming to her dad's place or to her old childhood home um, to a birthday party, a surprise. No, is it birthday or is it a welcome uh, home party? It's like a welcoming, welcome home party. 
Yeah, it is, because it said, we missed you, Kate. Um, and then this is where I thought they were going to do that one note with the sister again, because she, she wasn't annoying to me, but I could see how she was annoying Kate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so what's, what's your thoughts on, on this, this scene and this Kate-Mary dynamic and the whole welcome back thing? I still like the whole Kate-Mary dynamic, because mm-hmm. I'm glad they didn't do it like the typical... Uh, estranged sisters type thing and I'm glad they didn't do that because I'm like alright we've seen this a million times we already know how it's going to go and it, it, I, I know they don't have any type of animosity towards each other there's like some respect but, between the two uh, but I will say overall with that we missed you cake party yeah it ain't got nothing on that return at home of, uh, <laughs> of Oliver Queen and Arrow Oh yeah, that was a hell of a return party. I like that coming okay. back from the island. Mm, that's what's up. But I, I do. Tell me, I, what was that? What What do you think about stepmom Mary's biological mom? How do you feel about her? Okay. Um, back to the bat signal scene. Mm-hmm. Her giving that speech. Mm-hmm. It's really flat in one note. Mm-hmm. Very flat. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. I, it's gonna, like I said, this being that this is only the pilot, I want to see what they do with this character. Mm-hmm. And I hope she's given more to do or, you know, have more scenes. But to me, off of that, just sounding that one note during that speech, I didn't really, she was okay. I didn't really care mm-hmm. too much for her. Okay, okay. I don't trust that motherfucker. <laughs> Why you see? But man, I don't trust her. And you know, matter of fact, now that you say that, was there any interaction between um, his wife, Jacob's wife, and Kate at all? Yes, but it was brief. It was at the parties where Mary and Kate were talking, and then the wife came over and said something. It was so brief. It was like at the end of Kate and Mary's conversation and she like smiled said something and walked off like it was not see I, I because I I took so much attention between to uh Kate and Mary's relationship and I was like man I love mm-hmm. this this is so cool I never really noticed the mom in the process I don't trust that motherfucker something <laughs> in the water ain't clean I don't know because she and and honestly I don't trust her but I don't trust her or Jacob like I, oh, you I, think you think it, Jacob got some skeletons? Well, I, you know, yeah. that's a stupid question. That's a dumb question. Yeah. I yeah, I would figure Jacob has some some skeletons in his closet. Never mind. Oh, for sure. Like, cause we okay. So going back to the flashback. Um, hold up. Oh, don't tell me did it again. Fuck, nigga. Hold up. I got you. Oh, you okay? Well, let me. I got you. Period. Yep. All right, Ben. You got it. Okay, fuck it in. I'm done with that. So, um, in the flashbacks, we get um, Kate and her sister Beth and her mom are in the car, and they get ran off the road by a school bus. Mm-hmm. My thing is, who? That's clear. Somebody is trying to kill you. I cannot like, wait clear. to see how that turns out because that's they. They were very. They put. A lot of emphasis on that bus and that yeah. entire flashback. Ah, flashback. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one thing. 
you 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 have to sell me on the flashbacks, and they sold me on that on this episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So my thing is, Jacob. Now I I think he may have noble reasoning for the shit he's doing. I said, but I don't I don't trust him. I think he has either he has something to do with her death, or maybe his new wife did. Or maybe she just saw an opportunity and was like, "Well, shit, we finna go for it." Mm-hmm. But something, something ain't clean with them, with them canes. I, ain't, I, ain't, I don't, I don't like her, man. Like, I, I don't trust her. I ain't gonna say I don't like. I don't trust her. So she was just so flat in one note with that damn speech. I'm like, bro, you talking about Batman being gone for three years, no trace or sign of him, and you just giving this monotone speech? Yeah. I'm like, uh, <laughs> like get somebody else to do it at least or something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Kate brings the footage to her dad that she got from Wayne Manor. Uh, also, really quick, so they have a conversation and he's like, yeah, you know, whatever, this is cool, thanks for finding this or whatever. Kate goes to continue um, to continue uh, detectiving or whatever, and she goes to Burnside Orphanage. Isn't Burnside, isn't that where Robin, that's another city, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm not the biggest DC fan, not fan, I'm not the biggest DC um, historian. I know a bit here and there, but when I saw Burnside, my eyes, my ears, my eyes, everything perked up, because I don't know what that means, but I know that that means something. So, Burnside, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> I believe I'm, I'm really trying to pick up on this because I'm not too big on Robin. Which Robin yeah. are you? Are you talking about Dick Grayson? Nightwing. Robin? Yeah, Nightwing Robin. Oh, yeah, Nightwing Robin. Um, if I'm not mistaken, with Burnside, it had something to do with. Um, uh, it's like a Batgirl reference. I know that for okay. sure. <laughs> well, listeners, use the um, hashtag KIGPod. And uh, even if we find it out by the end of this episode, still let us know. Burnside, what is the significance in DC Comics? I know I know it's a, a Batgirl reference. Um, there's so many different Batgirls because there's a Stephanie Brown Batgirl. There's Cassandra mm-hmm. Cain. And of course... Stephanie Pot. Yeah, and then, um, what's her dog name? Barbara Gordon. Uh, mm-hmm. That's all I know about Burnside, really. Yeah. But I know it was okay. supposedly like a, a Easter egg to represent. Yeah, yeah. So we, we can leave it at that then. Listen, y'all let us know. Because uh, I, oh, I knew that meant something. So I got excited as fuck. Um, yeah, so homegirl, she, oh shit, I just... Mm. Okay, so okay, y'all keep that in mind. She went to Burnside Orphanage. Burnside Orphanage. So Kate goes in there, uh, breaks into the building, gets attacked by one of those rabbits um, and the other henchmen, and going to an elevator, fighting this dude, get the best of him. He got a gun. She whooped his ass. Um, what I want to okay, the choreography for the fights are my. They're not that great to me. They could be so much better. They yes, um, they can. But I do like the first when the fight scene first started. Mm-hmm. I do like that. 
but as it kept going, I was like, ah, it's a little like just not much effort put into it. It almost is reminiscent of um, Daredevil season two. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, I'm, I'm, it didn't pull me out of the show, but I was like, oh, this is for Ruby Rose to be such a small woman. For you to make convince me that she's whooping these dudes' asses, she, I feel like the fight scenes could have been cleaner, sharper, even if you had to make them maybe a minute shorter. I just didn't. The craziest part to me with that, mm -hmm. because Ruby Rose was also in John Wick too. Oh okay. So okay. Oh, and she, bro, she is vicious. She's one of the villains. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I was scared for John. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay, but that maybe it was just the choreography. But she was she, she was good in John Wick too. So I'm like, damn. I'm like, I'm thinking Ruby Rose would have been like striking people a little bit better than that, mm -hmm. and throwing her punches and you know blows a little bit better than yeah. that. Mm. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm like I said, it didn't pull me out of the show, but I noticed that. She and it probably is. It isn't all her. It's also on the villains. So the dudes who she whooping their ass. It's like you're not, you're not really that convincing at stumbling. But like it's it looked like you trying to let her win. But right. Um. Before we go forward, I want to mention somebody is helping her. Somebody is helping Kate. It's little stuff. Somebody's helping her. Uh. Yeah. So. She get knocked out by two by four, and she wake up, um, and she's on the floor, and she has a rope harness around her upper body, and uh, there's Alice with a switchblade and his badass blue blazer, uh, light blue blazer, black shirt, black bow tie, uh, white gloves. Like she's very much an Alice in Wonderland updated analog, and mm -hmm. I love it. Uh, what you what you thinking? I, I like it a lot, especially the that Easter egg of the, the poem from The Adventures of Alice thrown in yeah. there, Twinkle Twinkle Little Bat. Um, there's more that she says uh, in later in the episode, like little one-liners of like a poem. Yeah. It sounded more of like a riddle a little bit, but it was it was part of that poem from The you know Adventures of Alice. Yeah. Uh, the book I think is a book that was written back in the eighteen hundreds, the late eighteen hundreds, but it's from mm -hmm. the Adventures of Alice. Now, that's a children's book, y'all. I mean, like you didn't know, but keep in mind that is a children's book. Mm -hmm. Keep that in mind. That is a children's book. I'm gonna bring this up later. Um, did you say that Alice was an existing character, or was she created for the show? Do you no, know? no, she's an existing character. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Um, so. Uh, Kate wakes up, Alice is, you know, talking shit. Kate's like, oh, where's Sophie? She's like, man, she gone, whatever. Um, and the thing that stuck out to me in this whole scene is that Alice is talking about, you know, fucking with the crows and shit. And Kate's like, okay, you want my dad's attention. Let Sophie go. Keep me. Alice's response is, oh, you don't get it. Your dad don't love you. He don't want you, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. What, no, what she say, you you don't understand. We we took Sophie because Sophie can actually get your father's attention. attention. Yes. You sent away. 
So he, she's the daughter he wanted. You just to fuck up. Right there, I was like, wait, how in the hell does she know? Yeah, say it. What Jacob wants or or, or what yeah. Jacob prefers. That's what threw me yeah. off. I'm like, oh. That's why I thought that twist at the end was written yeah. so well. Just like, holy yes. shit, all right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, Came full yeah, circle. So she told her, nigga, your father don't love you. And that fucked me up. And there's a few things. Now, as someone who grew up for a time in a single-parent household, mm-hmm. there is this idea that it's, I can see it's easy to come by where, oh, my parent who isn't in the house doesn't love me. Right. Now, it could be because the other parents did something. It could be because you see your other friends got their dad or their mom. It could be any number of things. But this conversation between the two of them, I felt it, not because I felt like, oh, my dad didn't love me, but... The visceral nature. She told this woman, "You don't get it. Your father does not want you." Like it's something I don't really know how to unpack that. But there's something it, in that line. Or it threw me off the way off. she even said but, that, and I'm like, because I it got me thinking. I'm like, why did she say that? Like, or what yeah. is? That's how I knew. I said, like, "All right, there's got to be a connection. I don't know how this is gonna go." But I like yeah. the way that entire scene was set up, mm-hmm. and then it it leads yeah, no, no, to same. it leads to her confronting Jacob. Wow. Yeah, and and it's so and you you planted them seeds of doubt. So me as the viewer, I'm just going with it like yeah, your dad don't love you, and and this is the scene where I say I don't like Jacob. No, I do like him, but I say I don't like him because this show did a really good job at playing on my emotions. Because being in the queer community and having it seem to be that he didn't want her because she's gay, and then also not just because you're gay, because clearly Sophie is as well, but Sophie is not only gay, she's also better than you in the eyes of your right. father. Yep. Because she was able to be on the crows. She is the one who got the attention of the father. She was never sent away and cast out. So it's this show did a really good job with that. It'll it'll throw me for a loop what you just said if that is the case. Because yeah. it's, it's a whole lot more to unpack between, you know, Jacob and Kate. So if that comes yeah. up, that Jacob wouldn't accept her because of her being gay, mm-hmm. that, God damn, that'll... I, I, hey, like I said, everything leading up to the show, people were bashing it, talking bad about it. I'm going to talk my shit and say, hey... This is one of the better <laughs> DCCW yes. shows I've seen. Yeah. Yes, this shit is good. I don't give a fuck. Pilot was great. Now, I'm going to see what season two looking like, but Pilot was great. Um, so Alice knocked her out. Um, another thing, Alice knows a lot. Now, as the, as the viewer new to this, maybe it's like, oh, she just know these people. Or maybe she just researched, but she knows a hell of a lot that a motherfucker probably shouldn't know unless you are the narrator of a book. And this ain't, she ain't no narrator. She's living the world with them. So how the fuck you know all this shit about mm-hmm. me and my dad and everything else? So keep that in mind as well, folks. So, <laughs> shit. Um, what are we going to Oh, okay. So this is why I say somebody is helping her because we get Kate dropped off 
And no, first we get the crows showing up because we haven't seen any police at all in this episode. We see just the crows. Mm-hmm. But um, they're looking for Kate, can't find her. Jacob kind of upset, and then we go right to Kate being uh, on a gurney, kind of rushed into a room, and we see Mary as her attending nurse, doctor, whatever. This is where I was so fucking excited. Because we get more to Mary than just I'm the annoying little sister. Yes, yes. I think that that really did it for me. Because I'm like, all right, I like their dynamic. And then when you find out um, that she's just, you know, attending to her wounds, like you know, just stitching her, stitching her up yeah. a little bit. I'm like, oh shit, there's more to her sister. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking they were. All of this could be revealed later on in the season, but they're really giving us oh. this stuff in episode one. And I'm like, okay. Yes. They just get yes. to, pretty much just getting to the point, just letting you know mm-hmm. who these characters are. And I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It was, she, they got right to it. I love that. And having Mary be this girl. And I can't, um, I can't recall. I think she's still in med school, but she yeah. does this overnight night nurse thing where she has a space did she stay in the hospital not the hospital there's some building but she's pretty much running an emergency room a hospital on her own she has a whole patient in addition to kate yes um yeah so she's like yeah i'm you know i'm stealing all of these medical materials i'm like how do you i got some (laughs) i got some friends of mine in the medical field um they wouldn't dare do that. So I'm like, okay, this girl is a little more clever than I would expect. Or, you know, maybe the show is just written that way for her. Yeah. To be, you know, to be able to steal those type of materials. Yeah, but I, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. You give me more than just rich girl. Um, yeah, so after she gets stitched up, Kate runs to her dad, to the crow. He told me, where the fuck was you? She's like, man, fuck this shit. Nigga, you don't want me. Uh, I was never good enough. No matter what I did to prove myself, I'm, I'm just gonna keep like she. It, it's heartfelt, and it feels um, it feels real. And Jacob is. I, I like his response. Um, they kind of reminisce about her being in the military. He wanted to give her a second chance after the fallout because she got caught kissing Sophie. Now really quick with the flashback with her and Sophie kissing and breaking the code of conduct quote unquote what they had to do was pretty much sign a piece of paper that's like I will not engage in this homosexual activity and whatever it wasn't worded that way but that's pretty much what it was and Sophie signed the paper but Kate didn't mm-hmm. now what give me your thoughts what you, what I you was, think about I'm thinking these two because Sophie being on the crows now and mm-hmm. You know, Kate not being on, you know, Kate not being in the military anymore, obviously. Yeah. I'm thinking at this part, I was like, all right, they about to just bounce out of this together. And then yeah. <laughs> Sophie comes out, she's like, I had to tell him the truth. And I was like, oh, damn. And that was the moment right there. I was like, all right, I don't know if Rain going to blow up or say something about this girl or he going to have an issue. But then, again, there's something else that happens later in this episode where I'm like, Yes. Right, Rain gonna have a bigger problem <laughs> with this yeah. character, and yeah. I think I know what it is. 
and, and I think that, and I, I haven't looked at the creative team. I know that the showrunner is a white woman, and it isn't to say like an insult, but I know that she's a white woman. Um, and I, I wonder what the writing room is like because I feel like they want you to not like Sophie. Maybe not hate her, but not like her because of some things that happened. Like Sophie signed the paper. And I don't think it's that black and white that just, oh, she's bad because she didn't sign the paper because intersectionality. She's a black gay woman in this military that's predominantly white and where she is not wealthy. Kate could easily not sign that paper and live a lavish life. Mm-hmm. Sophie said, like, this is this 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 is what I have. She she didn't say this is all I got, but like this is what she has. This is something that she wants. And if I have to deny a part of myself for a while to get to the ends, I think that I didn't have no issue with that. I felt like you are a black woman. You know what works for you. You know that you have to navigate in a way that your white lover does not have to. Kate can do whatever the fuck she wants to. She can go in blackface and run naked in the mall, or she could become president of the United States. She is a white woman with money and access and privilege. The only quote-unquote mark against her is that she is, well, too, she's a woman, and she's gay. You are a black gay woman who is not rich. You're poor. So I was like, I, I was okay with it. Right. Because you got to do what you got to do. You know, it's everybody... Everybody ain't able. So that I wasn't mad at Sophie for at all. I think I, I know what you I, I think I know what got to you. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um so I I will be interested to think that so if there are um any queer women, uh lesbian or what bisexual, whatever, listening, please tweet your thoughts, K I G pod and let me know what your thoughts are about Sophie actually signing that letter to of code of conduct saying she won't engage in that gay shit no more i would like to know what a woman you could be a white woman that's fine but i would you know really like to hear from my black queer woman because I, I think there's there's more than just wrong and right in that instance that one right that yeah. one. So, um okay so we get kate back at the Waynes, uh, Enterprise, she run up on Luke, which, why is Luke the only person there? That's what I'm saying, bro. The way she got up on him and twisted his arm and contact Bruce, and like, I don't know where he is, and I'm like, Luke, you were security. How are you not able to defend your damn self? I hate That's that. the only thing that was bothering me. Yeah, no, for real, because I, I feel like you kind of wanted him to be the the, the the geeky science dude or the computer guy, but then also he can't he can be both. You know, you can exist in all these spaces, but if Bruce Wayne left, even if he left randomly in the night, there should be no way that anybody can just infiltrate his buildings. Mm-hmm. Like there's too much at stake. What if she was just a random person who found out he was Batman? You that's not connecting for me. I don't like that. But. Yeah, like, okay, she knew where to go or she kind of, like, she saw that the um, the necklace inside of the triangle case was out of place. Yeah. It wasn't sitting in the same spot. Yeah. I understand nobody else would really know that, but them being a villain, 
they're going to dig and look and see what they can find and probably right. stumble upon that and say, oh shit, there's a whole bookshelf that opens to someone, some, you know, somewhere else inside yeah. of the building. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, ah, I just, that's why I'm like, I'm a little conflicted when it comes to Luke Fox. It's a big question mark and I'm hoping mm-hmm. they improve. I hate it. It feels like a character from a different show. Like, no shade to the rest of the Arrowverse, but, like, maybe he's a Flash character that they just put on here and just named him Luke Fox. No, he would he would fit perfectly in Arrow. Okay. There's, an- there's another character um, on Arrow named Curtis. Curtis is a gay character, and okay. he goes by the name of um, Mr. Terrific. Oh, yeah. Hey, he's actually... That that is one of my favorite characters because he's later on in the seasons. He I, I I actually like him. He's the reason why I kept watching it because he's just that okay. interesting of a character. But I feel like you could take him out and put the guy who plays Luke Fox and call him Mister Terrific. Yeah, nothing would change. Mm, okay, okay, and well then that's okay. That's kind of a problem, but okay. Um. So Kate stumbles upon stumbles upon quote unquote the Bat Cave or one of the Bat Caves I guess, um, and there are little bats in there and they turn her around like a Disney movie and then she's face to face with the Batman suit and I didn't like this when she says Bruce Wayne is Batman it didn't seem shocking enough. Oh my god, was, your ass knew that he was Batman. Like, knock it off. That's what I think, man. Come on now. Yeah. It's it's like she said, the McRib is back, or you know, <laughs> I see nothing that burger. It didn't seem like... Like, I would have like, what the fuck? My cousin is motherfucking Batman? Like, I would have been like, there's no... But, I'm, I'm gonna let her ride, but I didn't like that. Like, she I'm got like, an act oh. surprise just because Luke is standing there. That's how I felt. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. I think your ass knew who he was. Okay, okay. And that's going to bring me to another point later. So keep that in mind then. So so you think that she already knew that Bruce was Batman. Okay, cool, cool. Um, So we get this crazy motherfucker. I, I don't know. I don't know. As the episode goes on, I like Kate. But I'm, I, need, I need to see how she does in episode two. Um... Let's see what happens. Um, shit, what's that? I don't know. Uh, vamp for a bit. So, <laughs> so with Luke and with Kate now pretty much being a team and her discovering uh, Batman's thing, uh, suit, my issue again comes in with Luke because if we exist in a world where there is Batman and there's also Bruce Wayne, Batman has been gone for three years. Does nobody notice that Bruce Wayne has been gone for three years? Right. Um, nobody has made that connection. Nobody has reached out to Bruce Wayne, tried to, or even like the poor people who get the short end of the stick and got them. Nobody thought, shit, Bruce Wayne been gone for three years. I'm finna break into his motherfucking house and stumble upon like it's. It doesn't make sense. That nobody's putting two and two together. Like she broke in, twisted the man's arm, contact contact him. Now, you know where he is. Da 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 this, that, and the third. It would I don't know, maybe I'm just saying that just because of what I, I saw in this episode, but it I think it would dawn on me to 
try to put two and two together. Like, yeah. all right, some ain't connecting. Bruce, Bruce been gone. I hadn't seen Bruce. Batman's disappeared for three years. Something's up. Yeah, yeah, and and to the point where Batman is gone, Bruce is gone, and it looks like his places aren't being kept up. Like, it'd be one thing if he was like, oh my my. If we maybe was hearing from him, like if Bruce Wayne was calling in, and then you could have them conversations like, "Damn, Bruce, I'm back in town." <clears throat> um, you know, Sophie got kidnapped, and I wish Batman was there. He'd be like, "Man, that's fucked up." Yeah, Batman would be able to help. Like, it, you're not giving me anything to throw me off the scent. So now it's even more odd that this wealthy billionaire been gone for three years, and Batman. What a fucking coincidence! In Gotham, mm-hmm. both high stakes celebrity um people in their own right and they're both gone and this is one thing i can kind of um i'll i'll say not to get off track with batwoman and supergirl right when it first started uh-huh. uh there was like this ongoing contact between uh you know Kara and and um superman okay like there would be they'll be emailing each other telling them you know how, how did your day go or what did you do yeah. or she just saved the city and he'll be congratulating her through email or mm-hmm. something okay. like that yeah i thought it would have been something cool like maybe bruce would have been making contact with kate in a way yeah. something i don't know maybe i'm overthinking it hopefully that could come into you know fruition later on in the season yeah but I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, this is the pilot. It's more to be revealed. We'll see. Now, with that being said, now I got a few different ideas because he could be there. He could be the one that's kind of helping her out because how the fuck you get to Mary's place? You know what I'm saying? Like, they dropped you. If I'm yeah. never thinking, we know, do we know who dropped? I don't think we no, know. No, they out. never. they never addressed it. And how would we know about Mary? So either a motherfucker was like good Samaritan because us poor people know we can go to her for medical help, or somebody was like, yeah, I know who to take you to. Mm-hmm. I know that's your homegirl or your sister or something. Like somebody knew. They're like, so yeah, they say you were just, they just dropped you off, and I'm like, dropped you? Who dropped her off? It's okay. Alice yeah. didn't. Alice don't know. Apparently, I say the you know the rest of her you know her people that ride with yeah. her didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Bruce, know, um, so that's, that's one of my predictions. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get another one a little later, but uh, we get the flashback of the, of the, the accident and Luke talking about you know Batman, you know your bro- your cousin will always look for you, and she said something which really threw me off because I did not believe it. She said, "All this time I thought Batman either didn't care about us or." It was something negative, and I was like, you couldn't have possibly thought that. Like, why would you, because he was there at the accident. She didn't think that he killed her family, but, damn it, I forget what she said. But I was like, no, fam, why would you think negatively about Batman when he was there helping Mm -hmm. y'all? But That's what I think, the whole whole connection between Bruce and Batman disappearance um, it's a little weird to me how she couldn't pick up on it. Then plus the the whole scene of that flashback where you don't get to see much of Batman, kind of like a, a silhouette of him. 
and mm-hmm. her just going back, oh, it didn't seem like he really cared about us, and then it just kind of, it kind of uh, transitions into Bruce. So I'm like, how are you not able to fucking put both disappearances yeah. together? Like, that's why I say I'm like, this girl got to know that he Batman. There's no way that she's this naive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's I don't know. That's what's just throwing me off. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. She something, yeah. Um, I don't like her and Luke. The more I think about it, I don't, I don't like them. Um, she plays with some guns. He told her not to, and she talks about how the city of Gotham is um, the, the gangs that's running around. They aren't afraid. Uh, of armies, they aren't afraid of the crows, but they are afraid of him, and so they need that fear. And you need to redo the suit. And Luke's like, "Oh, it's perfect. Way to be perfect when it fits a woman." There's a lot going on in that interaction that I was not a fan of. One, <laughs> we gonna go down the list in Black Lightning, and I'm gonna keep bringing it up. They did a really good job in the beginning of seasons one and two at opening with news uh, broadcasts letting you know the dangers of the city. This show didn't do that. We opened nope. up on a on a bougie-ass red carpet. Clean-ass Gotham. So I don't even know who the villains are. I'm thinking, like, is the Riddler and Joker the villains here, or is it gangs? Like, you haven't made that clear. So I don't know about the threat. You can't just say gangs are running rampant. We haven't seen not one gang but Alice's people. That's it. And she's kind of brand new to y'all. Y'all don't know what the fuck she is. Mm-hmm. Dude, you tell this motherfucker how this is going to be great when it fits a woman. To me, it feels like it's going to take more work to chop up this suit for a six foot three man to make it fit you when this motherfucker can just make a suit for you. Uh, um, <laughs> her and his interaction, Luke and, and Kate and her talking like, it pretty much not talking down to yeah in a way when you need this nigga's help period yeah you might could beat him up quote unquote but you you ain't got the smarts to do the shit that he needs I don't know what you know and that that was part of the trailer I knew what to expect that line coming up but I'm like I'm like alright I don't really care for the bat suit or the way Batman suit looks it looks like a uh, it looks like something and this is no disrespect towards cosplay because I love cosplay don't get me wrong yeah. love that type of community but it just looked like a cosplay suit and I'm like oh okay it looks alright but when it's I guess trimmed down to perfection for Kate <laughs> you know <laughs> it looks good I actually like her suit I really do but now you know her hair looked big as hell but I know how that look no, the red wig will play into it later, but her head in that damn cow looks. Yeah, I was like, crazy shit. I was like, she looked like the brain off of Pinky and the Brain or something. Ah, she did though, for real. Um, one thing I wish they had have done was take an actual Batman suit from like one of the '90s Batman movies and put that in that Bruh. case. Even Ooh. if it was the one with the nipples, like just put one of the old school. It would have been a nice Easter egg. I think that would have been a nice little touch, even if it was a, a, a recreated one and not the actual one. But put one of them in there, like, because I don't know what universe or what movie, if even if it is, what movie universe 
or what TV universe this show exists in. This is supposed. Oh, my, my fault. It's supposed no, to um, with the Arrowverse. It's supposed no, no. to connect with because this is part of Arrowverse. It's supposed to connect with. Um, it's supposed to be like a correspondent to how Man of Steel was. Okay, so it's a Man of Steel. Kind of like, yeah, it's supposed to follow that whole trend of the Man of Steel okay. story. Um, I guess Batman, Batman Begins, Dark Knight, but you know, that's done for. Yeah. I, I don't know, but it's supposed to follow. Man of Steel was supposed to be started the whole DCEU, and the Arrowverse mm-hmm. is supposed to be like bottom tier but still a connection kind of like agents of shield and mcu okay okay good see and that and that that makes it more entertaining for me only because i'm a big continuity person i want to be able to track where the but so that's cool that's cool um good good okay um yeah okay so next up after that conversation uh we get a movie night in the park Feel like that's a bad idea. I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's a setup for for an action scene. Uh, okay, so what happens is we're having a movie night in the park. We don't know what movie it is, but um, the crows have secured the perimeter. There is this big, not abandoned. It's a big unfinished building right across the street from the park, and one of the crow agents walks up because he's surveilling, and we see that he's actually uh, Alice's jump-off, Alice's boy toy, Alice's fuck buddy or Mm -hmm. something. And we see Sophie in the corner being held by two of the rabbit dudes, which just chain her to something. Why are you holding on to her? Um, I like that because the first thing my mind went to, and forgive me, I was like, oh, Alice, fuck it. You don't usually get villains, and it's like, oh, they have a sex life, or like I'm Tobias. We eventually got there in season two, but we didn't get that in Black Lightning. And I don't recall any villains in live action TV shows. Now there may be some in Arrowverse. I don't know, but where the villain is like a regular person who also has sex. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, you said villain, right? Yeah, villain. Like the purple man, kinda in Jessica Jones, but his sex was weaponized, where he made Jessica fall in love with him and make her watch him have sex with other women. That I would that say weird. the only the only thing that I've seen um, with, and this is Arrow. This is um, the relationship between the Black Siren from the other Earth, because. Black Sirens from another Earth. Black Siren and... Um, not Damien Dark. What's what his name? In season six and season seven, he was the villain. I'm trying to think of his name. And he's probably one of the most vicious villains. <laughs> I think okay. this is the reason why I kept watching Arrow. Um, okay. I can't think of his name, but for sure, those two were together. I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, honestly, like you, you can watch. Not to get away from that one, but like I said, if you ever take a chance to watch Arrow on Netflix, man. Yeah. Um, first three seasons, great. Four, I don't know what the hell they were doing. <laughs> but season five picked it up again a little bit, but it's just, uh, 
I, I don't know. It, it really yeah. fell off for me. I, I, I used to let that show so much. Yeah. No, no, I get it. I get it. Because it got a, a cult following hell. It spawned off all these shows. So, yeah, I get it. Um, okay, yeah. And then well, I was... We I, <laughs> and I would, I would and, say... I would also say Deathstroke in the first three seasons of um, Arrow 2. So, I mean, that's about it. Okay, okay, cool. And then, okay, and then not to, like, keep moving the goalposts, but that's cool. But then think of women. Women villains. Like... Oh, so, but no, but so that's no. If Deathstroke fucking, then, you know that's cool. He fucking hashtag uh, villains fucking. But uh, <laughs> I just and it wasn't Alice's scene with that dude wasn't overly sexual. Like they kissed a bit, talked a little bit, not even for a full minute, and he walked off. But in my head, I was like, oh, she a man eater. She just fucking with these niggas to get her shit off and to have them do what they can for her. And yeah, she that. she's literally the first, as far as female villains for a TV show goes. She's one of the first. Yeah, and she's a dynamic as man. I'm loving it. I'm surprised um, that she's just as like, like she catches me instantly. Yeah. At the opening yeah. of the show, like villains don't really capture me until like later on. But yeah, first episode in, I'm like, all right, this girl is dope. I like her. <laughs> and honestly, not even to be funny, I like her better than I like Kate. I think she's more charming. She has more charisma. She's she's a more dynamic character than Kate. Kate is kind of boring to me. Yeah, I like her, but she's still boring. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, we find that there's a black mayor. Gotham has a black mayor, so yeah. Mama, we made it. No, um, <laughs> so. Uh, Jacob gets a call on his phone. It's Kate. Kate, like, look, motherfucker, you thought this shit was over? She directs him to a van. Um, he opens up, which is a crow van, and there's a huge bomb, explosives in there. Yeah. I like this. I didn't know where she was going with this at first. And her thing was, I got Sophie. Um, so don't say shit or I'm going to kill her. Uh, and then it's like, you, who you want to live? You're going to save Sophie or you're going to save them people at the park? Like, which one is it? And that, I like that she put him in a situation that was an impossible situation. Like, Yeah, that's like any time they've done that in different shows or movies where it's just like yeah. two situations going on at once and you kind of get stuck. Yeah. I, I like it every time. Yeah. Like, that is... If she continues to do shit like this, I'm definitely going to be here for it. Like, stress them the fuck out. Stress these heroes out. Make them start thinking and doing shit differently. You can't keep attacking the damn follow with guns. You can't keep punching your way out of these problems. Make these motherfuckers think. Um, so I like that. She got Sophie on the plank, and she got the bomb in the in the the mobile. And, um... Then homegirl shows up, Batwoman. Uh, what you thinking, man? What you thinking? I, I like the fight scene, but like I said, that <clears throat> her hitting that damn cow, bro. Look, yeah. I was like, damn. She has a big head, and that is. So I'm like, all right, I can rock with this. This is cool. I do. I do like how they. It's a little nod to the Dark Knight. With okay. that scene, her jumping down. Yeah. Yeah. 
and her walking through getting ready to fight Alice and then her um, her cutting the barrel. Alice ain't no bitch. No, she don't that care. That motherfucker, she was holding her own. That's what I like about she. She cut the barrel and it was leaking out of um, gas. Sophie falls and then how that woman jumps to save her and they land on this, uh, this I forgot what they landed on. I think it was like a tarp covered over like a car or something. Mm-hmm. I thought that was, it was like a nice little nod from the Dark Knight Joker doing the same thing, throwing Rachel out the window. Man, Sophie hit motherfucking Batwoman with a two by four. She strangled that motherfucker with some rope. She, and I, one thing I, I said this Oh, yeah, Twitter, yes. I and the fact that she was a challenging fighter, I'm like, what the hell? Bro, she, she was just as capable, if not more capable, than Batwoman. So you show me that she ain't just a, oh, I'm a, I'm a crazy person, I'm a kill. You know, motherfucker, she got talent. Yeah. She got, so, um, she, uh, being Alice, excuse me, ain't wearing heels. Neither is Batwoman. Thank you. I just, I find that so silly in comics when women who have to fight for a living, if they don't have superpowers to like, like Zatanna. I could see Zatanna in heels. You a mm-hmm. magical character. Yes, Lord. Whatever. Batwoman, why the fuck would she be wearing heels? Why am I wearing heels to fight? Her so, Electra. That's <laughs> Electra. Like, you are a martial artist. Why the hell is you wearing heels? Six inches. Yeah. Yes. Like no. Um, so they wrestle and the the tub that was already leaking the gasoline or water or whatever, it gets lighter and Sophie falls. That woman grabs her, jumps down with her, uses a little grappling thing to make sure that she they fall through the roof of the um, trailer yeah. onto a bed, which I was like, Man I I I thought that was okay, only because it was somewhat of a nod to the Dark Knight. Okay. I respect. Okay. I, I, I can respect it, but I see what people mean. Be like, man, you trying to, you taking little bits and pieces from the Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. The only thing to really note, like I said, there's like two other things that took like a like showed a nod to the Dark Knight. The street that they were filming on that entire time. Near, on the building yeah. that they're fighting was the same street where the semi flipped over in the dark night with the Joker inside. Right. Mm-hmm. That's probably about it, but um, I thought that was okay. That won't yeah. too bad to me. I, I was like, it's alright. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with it. I just didn't like that they landed on this soft-ass surface. Like, nigga, really? Like, you all this shit and you just happen to fall on like a nice little bed or couch but I, I, I knew what it was when I saw that I'm like oh okay alright I see what they trying to do but no yeah. there was another one at the beginning when Sophie fell off the building and she just so happened yeah. to fall on that soft ass blanket I said bro get out of here <laughs> but yeah I'm, I'm, I'm okay I'm okay with it um, what I'm not okay with is Batwoman and Sophie damn near finna kiss and fuck right there where they lay. Like, I don't care how attracted I am to you. When we fall from, like, 50 stories up, I'm not looking deep into your eyes. I'm like, nigga, my head hurt. Mm-hmm. I, I get they, they put too much in there. Just like I said, in the Dark Knight, when they landed on that car, um, 
all he said to her, oh, he asked if Rachel was okay. She's like, yeah, let's not ever do that again. Yeah. <laughs> and that was it. This one, yeah. it was just, it was a whole moment between Kate and Sophie. I'm like, eh, all right. It kind of gave me Spider-Man hanging upside down while Mary Jane kiss him, kind of. Yeah. I feel like that's where we're going with these two characters. That's we getting some very Spider-Man, Mary Jane, oh, I like this motherfucker, but I don't know who they is type of, uh, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay for now. I don't know how I'm going to be later on, but that was a lot. That was a lot. Um, okay, so next thing we get, is next day in Gotham, all the newspapers got Batman, uh, and I'm okay. I'm okay with that too. Mm-hmm. But what I want to know is, are we only like where is is this show set before or after Elseworlds? Do you know, or where would you oh, put this show? This show is set before Elseworlds. So. Because you notice that in, in... Go ahead, go ahead. No, what what time... Like, I know it's 2019 in the show, but, like, what type of time are we in? Because why are we reading these newspapers? Like, I know that's an odd critique to have, No, but it's not. Now that you bring that up, it makes... It, the information age. There should be people on their phones. The only person on a tablet was Luke. And, okay, I buy that, but... If Batman was such a big part of our life and he's been gone for three years and he might be back and we're so excited and whatever else, why are we still getting our news from from papers? Why is there not radio stations and and 24-hour news cycles and uh, Twitter updates? Like, yeah. Is it just cheaper for the show to just do newspapers? Like, and that's what I'm thinking. Like, Now that you bring that up for the Elseworlds crossover, Batman... Batwoman's already established. She she has the red wig, everything. She just yeah. looks like she is seasoned. So, with this, this has to be events before that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's just like, I see what you're saying about the whole newspaper thing. And We're on our phones. We're on our tablets. We get news yeah. at the drop of a dime. Why are we, really, what's up with that? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying don't have newspapers, but everybody getting their news from the newspaper? Yeah. That don't seem. Then another reason why I don't trust this motherfucker. Stepmom, there's a scene of her holding the newspaper and it's saying like Batman is back, and she was pissed. Mm-hmm. She was clearly pissed, and she so was. I don't know. I, she wasn't too fond of that. Yeah. So did she get rid of Bruce? Did she? Here's here's my thing. Her being salty about Bruce, and I guess later on we could put two and two together. Trying to save Kate, Kate's uh, mom and her sister Beth, and they kept saying that his calculation was off. Mm-hmm. In my head, Batman is my favorite comic book character. Period. Like, yeah, Batman is up here to me. In my head, I'm like, the fuck you mean Batman's calculation was off? I was like, <laughs> I got I got salty about it. I was like, Batman's calculation never off. I'm like, what you talking about? So. Mm-hmm. That, that was another one I was like, uh, maybe, you know, like you said, you don't trust the mom. Uh, you know, Mary's mom. You don't trust her at all. No. So I really, I, they threw a lot in this episode for you to kind of sit and think about. Like, they threw everything at you at once. 
And I wouldn't be shocked. I would not be shocked if Sophie's husband has any type of um, inner workings of some bullshit going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't trust nobody. I only trust Kate because I know that she, well, I don't I don't know. I'm about to say Kate she's the only one innocent, but shit, I don't Mary. trust with that Indian man. I don't what they doing. So, I don't trust that one. Kate and Mary, the only two where I could see, like, all right, cool. And Luke. Yeah. And Luke. But, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, he's a fucking idiot. But, but he's yeah, a no, sucker. No, I, I, I agree. Um, I know Kate goes to talk to her dad, and... Her dad pretty much says, you know, I loved you. I sent you away to protect you because, again, I can't lose you. Fuck that gay shit, bitch. Ain't because you gay. Fuck you, motherfuckers. Because if you did, I have no one. You know, I have my new wife and my stepdaughter, but I have no one. So that was very heartfelt. But I was still like, nah, nigga, you, you don't yeah. like this shit, isn't it? Um, <laughs> what, <laughs> she said, when you look at me, you see Beth. And when you see Beth, you see mom. And you just hate that. And... I was like, yeah, you actually make an argument for him. Like, that makes sense. Like, you're not... If you understand that when he see you, he see Beth. When he see Beth, he see his dead wife. It, it makes sense that he don't want you to be in that danger. So, yeah. Yeah, that's that. Um, we get... We find out that this narration we've been getting this whole time is actually Kate writing a goddamn New York bestseller. Um, a series of books about her adventures as Batwoman, which seems dangerous to me. Why would yes. You write, <laughs> why would you write this shit down and leave it in the Batcave, which you so easily found? I watched. Like, I, I watched it again, man, and then because uh, the first time I wasn't with the whole you know bestseller. Yeah. Thing. Second time I caught that, and I'm like, wait. And then she just puts the fucking book back in the. Yeah. You know, I'm like, well, wait a minute. This ain't your house. Where are you staying? You just, like, what the fuck are you doing, Kate? It, that was reckless as hell. You easily found this, I don't know, man. Um, so I don't know if you want to handle the, the cliffhanger at the end. You wanna... Man. Oh, my gosh. You, you go ahead and, and go with it. Go ahead, go ahead and set this up, please. The whole time we've been getting these flashbacks, and you got Kate and Beth taking selfies in the back seat. They got their little ruby quartz necklaces and all this other shit. So Alice has been stabbing niggas with this switchblade all day. Mm-hmm. She, during the fight with her and Batwoman, she throws it at her and it gets stuck in the wall. Um, after we get done with this New York Times bestseller that Batwoman is writing, um, she pulls out the knife. When she pulls out the knife, she sees the knife has that same ruby quartz garnet shit that she got around her neck. And she puts two and two together that Alice is Beth. That shit Beth threw me all the way off. I said, bro. Yeah. I said, they're sisters. Yeah. I'm like, all right. And then I'm thinking, you know, I was not paying attention to time at all. So I'm just sitting yeah. there just watching it. And then, you know, how to see CW shows, and I'm like, well, wait, that's it. Yeah, that's a whole yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, nah, man. <laughs> I said, don't go off, and I I couldn't believe it. That's why I had to sit and watch it twice because I'm like, man, how they brought that full circle. 
Yeah. All the that's yeah. what I'm saying. Flashbacks. You got to capture me, man. It, it's got to be something worthwhile for me to mm-hmm. really get into. And then how they built that up with them being si- twin sisters and yes. connecting, yes. taking selfies, and that ruby necklace. Then it leads to the knife that she threw at Kate, and it's I'm like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. I. I. Pre- okay. Let me. Let me say this, and I'm gonna explain it. I predicted it, but I didn't. I didn't realize it until literally right before Kate pulled that that knife out to show the other Ruby, like like maybe two seconds before she did it on screen. I said, "Oh, Alice is her sister," because one, how do you know so much about me and my dad and our relationship? Mm-hmm. How you know so much about Sophie? So what I'm thinking happened after the accident. Beth Ash fell, washed up on shore somewhere in Burnside could not remember some shit or maybe didn't something happened and she got taken to an orphanage where she didn't got read the story of Alice and Wonderland and for whatever reason that shit stuck to her maybe she had a psychotic break but she grew up in that orphanage you're not gonna tell me she didn't grow up in that orphanage and that's how she knows so much about her father and her sister she either been watching them or she been reading about them or she just know from being their relative. But after the accident, she showed up in Burnside in that orphanage. That's why she was hiding out there. You always go back to home. What other reason would you have to go to an abandoned orphanage? Right. And, <laughs> but I'm thinking, man, like so many, like, all right, I could think of Two-Face. I could think of the Riddler. Well, no, not Two-Face. Riddler, knowing so much that he knows and how smart yeah. he is, I'm like, all right, how in the fuck would Riddler know this? Or how in the hell would Riddler know that? And that's how I took it with Alice. Yeah, yeah. That's how I took it with Alice, but I did not expect that to come about with them being sisters. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. so I'm just thinking during the flashback, Mom and Beth are gone. I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. I'm like, Batman couldn't, ca- you know, calculation was off. Like, how? Something mm-hmm. had to happen. And being the fact, yeah, like you saying that she ran to that orphanage. Why didn't she run home? Mm-hmm. 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 That's what I'm saying. They threw a lot of shit in this first episode, and um, it's enough for me. Despite everybody was, that was bashing it, it's enough for me to sit and watch this entire season. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm I don't you. give a damn. I'm watching this entire season. Now, something else I want to point out is that, yeah, Bruce was probably helping her out, but what if it was actually Alice who was helping her out? Because you don't want her dead. What, 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 what good would Kate being dead do for me as Beth, as Alice? Because at the end, she's like, yeah, we'll be together one day, sister. Something to that effect mm-hmm. is what Alice said. So I know she don't want to kill her. So whoever's helping, whoever's helping Kate, um, I think, I think that it, it might be Alice. If it's not Bruce, it's Alice. Um, also, damn it, there was something else I meant to say about Alice. Um, Would it be the uh, uh, going? Uh, some of the the one-liner lines from like her little poem 
that she was reading? Was it that that she wanted to mention? Well, or her? that kind of goes with how her, for whatever reason, imprinting on that story and just embodying Alice. Because she does speak in, in riddles and poems and, and all that shit. But, damn it, there was something. Um, oh, I think Alice knows who Batman is. Oh. Period. Oh, oh shit. Because if we young and we either twins or a year apart and we grew up together, we both know about Martha, we both know about the ways. The, the question that I have is where's the disconnect? Because if Alice knows that her and Kate are sisters, that means you know who her dad is. You try to get to her dad and punish him, cool, that's fine. But where is that disconnect? Because if, if my theory is true and you showed up at the orphanage or somebody took you there, why didn't you just tell the people I'm Beth Kane? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, what is what what turned you against your family? What turned you against them after the event? Did you? And they were they're kind of making it a way how Kate was kind of she had this disdain towards Batman, like Batman didn't save them. Yeah. Or I think Beth took it differently. Like she took it the same way, but at the same time, yeah. she was hell bent on trying to find out. Batman, what his real identity is. So, okay, that might okay. be something there. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure she found. I, I think Alice know. I think she know who Batman is. Um, because why is that Batman here? Right. Why is Alice here instead? She knows who that motherfucker is. So it, it kind of reminds uh, me too. Um, like later on in Arrow season five, there's a villain named Prometheus. Mm-hmm. He does not want to hurt Oliver in any sort of way, but mm-hmm. he fucks with him the entire season. That's why. That's probably the best season out of the entire to me in in, in the entire season series. Five. Season five, Prometheus kept fucking with Oliver every chance he got, and on out of Deathstroke, Damian Dark, out of all of those villains, Prometheus was the first villain to break. Oliver Queen mentally, like he broke yeah. it mentally. So it, it's just, I just I have a lot of vibes of Arrow in this show, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially when it comes to the drama. So I, I can't yeah. wait to see what the hell we gonna get. So, um, I, I I think Kate's mental state is gonna be played with a lot here, especially yeah. I, as much as they, if they use Alice like they're supposed to, her mental state is gonna be messed with. I hope so. I hope the fuck so. Um, damn, I was trying to find that tweet. Well, somehow somebody is helping that motherfucker. It was like two instances, but um, but no, that's cool. Okay, so get into it. Uh, with this first episode over and done with, who was your MVP? Who was your standout? They was the baddest. They was the best in this episode. My MVP. For this for this pilot was honestly uh, Mary. Oh okay okay cool. Mary. I like to see okay. where they take her man because I'm expecting her to be this prissy uppity rich girl that just you know yeah. she thought she was better than Kate but at the same time um, we get this she she's aware of who she is but it's this this dynamic. Like, yeah. there's a connection between her and Kate. It's like a mutual respect between those two. That's mm-hmm. what I like about her. Then you find out 
that she's in an abandoned area with medical materials trying to run her own yeah. emergency mm-hmm. type thing going I was like wow okay so I want to okay. see what they do with her more okay cool that's that's what's up I don't know I didn't even think well my favorite is Alice Alice slash Beth Alice Beth Bethless cause uh, <laughs> I'm fine she stole the show bro I'm I'm Team Alice. I thought this was going to be a cheesy villain for real, man. I'm like, oh, no, bro. I'm scared, bro. Like, what they going to do? And they made Alice, like, a real threat. I'm like, all right. Yes. Yes. And she's a woman. Like, man, Mm -hmm. a woman inflicting this much pain and headache, even finding out that she's a sister. Like, even if she wasn't homegirl sister, it's like this, she... I don't know what to expect from this motherfucker. So I'm Alice is my my MVP. I'm sorry. Um, who's your least favorite? Least favorite. Um, I, I would say <laughs> the stepmom. Okay. 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 Case it looks. And I don't mean to put that much emphasis on the speech about Batman being gone for three years, but she was so <laughs> goddamn one note and monotone. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? And then you was just like real off-putting about the newspaper report about uh, Batman's yeah. return or alleged yeah. return. Yes. Uh, the the yes. real brief interaction you had with Kate. I'm like, what's up? Why aren't they talking about her more? Oh, and the interaction between her and Jacob whenever uh, Jacob took oh, the yeah. whole metal metal detector. Grab her titties, man. <laughs> like, what the hell? But then she was kind of like looking at him up and down like discuss i'm like um there's something there i don't know what it is Mm -hmm. i just didn't like that whole monotone ass speech she gave and that's what was bothering me okay least favorite hell my least favorite i wanted to go with the rabbits but i ain't gonna go with them they um no i ain't gonna do that Uh, I, i gotta say luke I love me some Luke, but in the show, like that. Oh my God, man! It's again, it's not even his portrayal of Luke, but it's just that if your position is a position of authority and power within the Wayne Enterprise, why are you not better prepared? I don't care that you ain't kicking ass and shit. But why did they have them? And I'm going off a little bit on Twitter too. I'm like, bro, why in the hell is he getting this treatment? This is Batwing, and I know a lot of people don't know about Batwing, but damn, like it's Luke Fox, bro. But see, it's honestly I can probably even replace that. It's what say him and Kate because Kate was she had her moments, but she was really boring to me. Now that I rewatch it, I'm like, Alice stole the show. Yeah, so, she did. She did. I'm going to say Luke and I'm going to just double up and say Luke and Kate. Because I, I wasn't feeling her. But the thing was, in, in the Elseworlds crossover, I really, and even though she was wearing the, the Batwoman suit, I really liked her. And I'm like, oh shit, mm-hmm. man, so I can't wait to see the series. Yeah. Huh, I don't know, man. I'm 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 hoping this changes for episode two. Mm-hmm. Um, by default, Luke is my favorite because you know I'm rooting for everybody black, but he didn't do it for me this episode in comparison to other people. Rather, bro, you security. Uh, <laughs> that dude, do better, be more capable, man. Um, okay, what what about 
ratings out of one uh, out of ten bats. How many bats are you giving this? I give this premiere um, eight out of ten bats. Okay, eight out of ten. Eight bats. Now why eight? Eight out of ten bats because the fact that you were able to throw this much in a pilot episode. Yeah. And it lets me know that you have all of this. You you have faith in this season, basically, and where to take it. I don't know for sure, but your your writing, some of the direction was okay. Everything that led up to the twist of just me thinking, okay, Sophie and and Kate are together still, probably for the most part, um, and then the flashbacks of. Kate mm-hmm. losing Beth and her mom, and then that twist at the friggin' end, finding out that these two are twin sisters. Yeah, I was just like, wow, okay. Yeah, and it's not yeah. many. Yeah, it's a CW show. There's not many of the CW shows that are really written like that. Mm-hmm. But for you to give us that serious ass tone in the pilot, and then throw all of that on us mm-hmm. to give us some type of connection towards the character. I was yeah. I liked that a lot, so that's why I give it eight out of ten bats. Okay, okay. Um, I gave it seven point five. And um, oh, with that being said, uh, stop paying attention to Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, Rotten yeah. Tomatoes don't know what the hell they talking about most of the time. <laughs> ah, no Rotten Tomatoes. Um, yeah, I gave it seven point five mainly for everything you said. I think it was really a damn near perfect pilot, perfect premiere, perfect episode overall, but Luke and then Luke's portrayal, uh, again, not how he acted in the show, but how he acted being head of security was a problem for me. Um, Alice and the plot twist at the end is the reason that it get such a high rating but it gets marked down because of Luke and because of those rabbits I don't like them dudes I, they just <laughs> the mask the, the one that they kept showing the most with the the, the rabbit mask yeah. I'm like what the hell <laughs> yeah yeah that was the other ones I didn't yeah. really care for but I think the reason they kept the camera on him so much mm-hmm. I'm like he just you know you you would think uh, Mary would be annoying. Yeah, he became the annoying character to me. Yeah, 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 for sure. I was just like, bro, I'm... stop showing this motherfucker, please. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know, fam. This is <sighs> this is something. Uh, but yeah, so I got seven point five. We gonna we gonna see, and, and that's a hopeful seven point five because this was a damn good episode. Yep. But I can't, I can't, uh, I can't go that extra mile. I gotta see what you're doing with Luke going forward. And I'm a, I'm a C. But I got 7.5 bats out of 10. And like I, I, I figured that they'll they'll do something with this character because, like I said earlier, with Mister Terrific and, and yeah. Arrow, he, he kept getting his ass beaten. I'm like, bro, like what? This dude is a sucker. And then mm-hmm. he was willing to fight crime and spend a life fighting crime to the point where yeah. him and his husband divorced. Oh it, shit! It okay. got that. It got that serious. I'm like, oh shit! All right, and it got to a point later on in you know season seven, you know six or seven. Mm-hmm. He was whooping ass. I'm like, all right, cool. 
So they okay. they wrote him into a very likable character. I think they'll do it with Luke as well. Yeah, I'm hopeful. I, it's too much good source material. And even that aside, this is a good show. Like, So I know it can be done, but I'm just like, man, I just wish he was more capable. But, yeah. Um, listeners, y'all let us know who are your MVPs and, you know, who's your uh, what's your rating? You know, so K-I-G pod, give us your MVP and give us your rating. How many bats do you give this first episode? That being said, um, go ahead and give folks your social medias where they can find you and uh, tweet to you as well. If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Davis I-S-I-D-D-A-V-I-S. And you can also follow T-S-I underscore pod. That is the podcast Twitter page. Um, I'm always tweeting some randomness, just talking trash about a show or a movie I don't like. Uh, like I said, you can check out the Social Introvert Podcast every Wednesday and Thursday. Yes, indeed. All those links will be in the show notes, so be sure to check those out, guys. And, of course, it's me, Rain Coleman, the Carefree Black Nerd. Twitter, Carefree Blurred. Every other where, every other where, every other where, everywhere else, Carefree Black Nerd. If you need to email me, carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com. Um, hell, if you guys have any... Uh, uh, thoughts questions you can uh send it through the hashtag kig pod or email me um if you want to get your voice on the show leave a little voice recording email that me email i can talk email that to me <laughs> at carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com you know and put the subject um nice and gotham and let me know let me know if you want to have your thoughts on to the next couple episodes or so and um shit um, look forward to next week. Use that hashtag KIG pod when you're watching Batwoman, when you're listening to the podcast. Um, if you see a comic, a Batwoman comic, and you like it, tweet us as well. Um, make this a conversation. We want this uh, series to grow. And uh, shit, thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, so um, stay carefree, stay nerdy. Geeky, say the fuck out of Gotham, and thank you, Sid, for going on this Batwoman journey with me. Can't wait for the second episode. Man. Appreciate it, man. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. These monsters long for the good old days when gangs ran around unchecked. They spread fear by saying, "Look at us. We can get a crow. We can get your wife, your kid." Man. <laughs>